Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hut. Lovely Friday, August 6th here, talking to you about everything going on in the world around us. We got Democrats just disgracefully exploiting cop suicides and the January 6th so-called insurrection. Moderna says booster shots probably going to be needed. Congresswoman Cori Bush is running around saying all kinds of crazy stuff about defund the police. Massive learning loss uh, based on a study in New Jersey. And a reporter is rattled, rattled by an AR-15. It was so scary. It made the bang, bang noises. The gun made the bang, bang noises. And it shook in my hand like an evil beast. The AR-15 doth shook in my hand. Yeah. But, you know, big tech monitors us, censors us, deplatforms us. You know that. And conservatives have been helpless to do anything about it until now. Getter is a new platform where you can talk with friends and family and express your political beliefs without Silicon Valley overlords crushing you. Join Getter Now, the social media platform that supports free speech and opposes cancel culture. Getter is led by former Trump advisor Jason Miller, who saw what big tech did to President Trump and decided to fight back. Getter is the fastest growing social media platform in history with over 1.6 million users and growing, including prominent conservatives like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Steve Bannon, Mike Pompeo and me. Join Getter. It's in the App Store, the Google Play Store and at Getter.com. Longer posts, longer videos, sharper and clearer pictures. And unlike the Silicon Valley oligarchs, Getter will never sell your data. Send a message today. Join Getter. Let's cancel, cancel culture together with Getter. That is the move. I'm doing a, a, a special today that I want you to check out on the first TV on what I call the other insurrection, which I think you should all really know about. The other insurrection being BLM, Antifa and the Biden voters who terrorized the country for months because of what one police officer did in Minneapolis to George Floyd. We had to suffer through riots in my own neighborhood. I mean, there was the purge night here in New York City, people destroying plate glass windows, looting stores, stealing handbags, throwing rocks at cops, throwing Molotov cocktails at a police car even. And then there was the burning down of the police station in Minneapolis, burned it to the ground. The attempted arson night after night against a federal courthouse in Portland. You had thousands of law enforcement officers, thousands of them injured. You had a few dozen people killed, including David Dorn, who's trying to protect a store in St. Louis, his hometown. And yet the only political violence that the media, the Democrat aligned corporate media, has any interest in covering whatsoever, as you know, is the so-called January 6th insurrection. But was it really an insurrection at all? An insurrection would be an armed effort to overthrow a government and take power. Is that what happened on January 6th? Of course, it's not what happened on January 6th. And anybody who says otherwise is a liar or an idiot. As you know, I've made that case many times. What about the other insurrection? What about what was done for months in the summer of 2020 into the fall when there was when there was a national election being held and everybody understood that there was the explicit threat of force behind it? The Biden voters who were rioting in the streets 
who also even seized territory and controlled territory in places like the Chaz in Seattle. Remember that? Armed people walking around saying police not allowed in, you know, kind of like a separatist movement. That feels a whole lot more like an insurrectionary act, doesn't it? But no, instead, we're told the only political violence is what happened on January 6th. Never mind the fact that there were stores across the country that had to board up, had to prepare for looting, riots, destruction, arson. Oh, but then a Democrat, Biden, ended up being president. So that didn't happen. But that was clearly the perception of the country. If Trump wins re-election, there will be widespread violence, mayhem, blood in the streets. And yet they want to lecture us about insurrection. They want to lecture us about what really went on. Give me a break. And now you see that they're even trying to trying to use police suicide as a political weapon against their opponents. Uh, this is a story up in the Daily Mail. We'll never know why Capitol cops killed themselves. So stop blaming the Trump riot. Spokesperson for the National Police Association slams the left for politicizing the deaths and says cops are at a breaking point after being vilified by BLM. Let's let's really dive into this for a moment, because what they're saying here, what the left is trying to get away with is claiming, one, that they care about cops, which we all knew they do not. They do not. That's, that's one part of this. They, they do not care about law enforcement officers as a general, general principle, as a general rule. The left, in fact, is pretty openly hostile to law enforcement officers. We're all quite aware of that, right? Okay. So now they pretend, though, about these cops that they care so much. And they're saying that the suicides of these four officers was all caused by the January 6th riot. So we are to believe then that there were no other cops, I suppose, of the thousands who were injured, of cops who were temporarily blinded on purpose by BLM Antifa lunatics shining lasers into their eyes, dozens of them, including federal officers deployed to Portland to try to calm things down there. I suppose not a single one of the officers involved in quelling the Democrat riots all across the country has committed suicide because wouldn't the same causality be at play? Wouldn't wouldn't the same case be very uh, easy to make? We don't know why these officers committed suicide. I understand that officer suicide is a constant uh, problem. There were anti-suicide prevention hotlines all over the NYPD. When I worked at the NYPD, there were people who were there just to provide counseling and to let everybody know that if you're having a if you're having a mental health crisis as a police officer, it's never something to be ashamed of to get help. Getting help is the way to go. They had resources there for you, but they still had a fair number of officer suicides, a tremendous stress of the job, seeing a lot of things that are impossible to unsee in a day to day a police officer's life. You know, you see enough murders and you see child abuse and you see these things that happen. It's very difficult sometimes to carry those burdens. But see, I support law enforcement. I support cops across the board. Democrats only support cops when it is useful for them. This is why they like the FBI, because the FBI has become a political instrument against Republicans when there's a Democrat attorney general or when there's a deep state element James Comey, for example, within the DOJ apparatus or the FBI. 
That's the reality of the system as it plays out right now all around us. But it's just so exploitative. It's so grotesque. It's so obvious and opportunistic. But that's what the Democrats are willing to do here because they're just not very good at running the country. Joe Biden is a joke. Man, why are you saying that? You know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm a little sleepy sometimes and no joke. You know, uh, eh. that's who's running the country. Everybody think about that for a moment. Just really, really let that one sink in. Uh, But they would rather just convince as many people as possible on their own side. And then if they could frighten some people in the center of American politics that Trump supporters are all white nationalists who are ready to engage in an insurrection. Uh, That's that's the plan. That's the only way they think with an open border, a stalled out economy, all kinds of problems here. That's the only way uh, that they think they'll be able to hold on to power. And so that is, in fact, the whole plan. By the way, Ashley Babbitt's family says that they will sue the Capitol Police for $10 million, claiming that the cop who shot her ambushed her and gave no verbal command before pulling the trigger. I've seen the video. I've said this all along. There is no there is no indication whatsoever that he gave a verbal warning. What we see is she broke a glass door and was trying to climb through it. He pulled his gun and shot her in the neck. He didn't say stop or I'll shoot. He didn't give any command. I mean, that's at least in the video that that everybody has seen. How is that a justifiable use of force? Can you imagine? Can you imagine if federal police officers who were deployed to protect the courthouse night after night in Portland that Antifa was trying to burn down if when they, as they did, got over the barricades around it and had incendiary devices in their hands, if those federal law enforcement officers had just started shooting and killing people, do you think the left would have been okay with that? You, you understand that the double standard here is increasingly the point. They have a double standard because they can It's not something they're ashamed of. It's not something they feel the need to hide or apologize for, not in the least. No, the whole point of this is that they can get away with it because they have the power. We'll come back in a second here to the booster shots, Corey Bush and learning loss issues, plus the reporter being rattled by an AR-15. We're going to have kind of a lightning round situation we'll get to, but... You know, Wall Street has been lying for years saying a measly few percent is a good return on our stocks. It's not. And that trading is so complicated. You need a financial advisor. You don't. All you need is carnivore trading where people are crushing it. Everyday folks, even when the market is tough, carnivore trading is an anonymous team of elite strategists. There are legends among Wall Street heavy hitters, and they've gone a bit rogue for the first time. Okay, for the first time, they're inviting everyday folks like us to see and mirror their explosive trades. Sound too good to be true? Carnivore will let you see the trades they're making right now for two weeks free. Go to GetOurTrades.com. Use promo code BUCK for two free weeks. And if you join, you'll get Carnivore's industry-leading promise. You'll generate three times your fees after your annual paid subscription, or you'll get a 100% refund. Go to GetOurTrades.com. Promo code BUCK. That's GetOurTrades.com. Promo code BUCK. See website for guarantee terms and conditions. Past performance, not a guarantee of future earnings. So Moderna is saying there's going to have to be a booster shot. 
But wait a second. I, I thought just we just this one time, just this one, just 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 the one shot. Oh no, there's gonna be boosters. That's right. It's gonna be something we have to keep doing and doing and doing more of. Oh, what a surprise! You mean that you bend the knee this one time and you'll have to keep bending the knee going forward? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they're going to feel badly, by the way, when they tell you, oh, yeah, it turns out you got to get a booster. And now you've already got vaccine passports in places like New York City in place. So it's just update your vaccine passport. And this becomes life now. This becomes normal for people. That is what they're trying to do. They're trying to normalize the abnormal so that those of us who are fighting against this can't even point to it and say, do you guys realize what's going on here? Do you see what's happening? And I know for those of you that think, it's not your problem. They're trying to do this at the federal level as well. They're just looking for the opening. They have absolutely not given up on pushing this in every way they possibly can from the Biden White House on down. So I, I just I just think everybody needs to understand that this is what we are up against. This is the circumstance in which we find ourselves. And then there's Representative Cori Bush. I wanted to talk to you about this for a moment here. She had the protest out on the steps of the Capitol for the eviction moratorium to be extended. Just want you to hear a little bit from Representative Cori Bush. To get to, to build up their base. And then because they lie about me, I receive death threats. Now, they don't address the fact that I received death threats after they go on air and say horrible things about me. But then they want to say, oh, but she wants she needs private security. I have private security because my body is worth being on this planet right now. I have private security. Yes, she has private security because her body is worth being on this planet right now. That is that is what you know, I think my body is worth being on this planet now too i'm just going to tell you that not not uh, not shy about it i believe my body should also be on this planet and cory bush though is is getting a lot of uh, pushback on all this because she has private security while she wants to defund police so this is the classic liberal ploy right this is oh i'm pretty but whoop there she is uh this is i want security for me but not for thee because they, the white supremacist, racist narrative that they drive into this country, the fact that they don't care that this black woman that has put her life on the line, they can't match my energy, first of all. This black woman who's, who who's puts her life on the line, they don't care that, my, that I could be taken out of here. They actually probably are okay with that. But this is the thing. I won't let them get that off. You can't get that off. I'm going to make sure I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life. Okay. Yeah. Member of Congress, folks. This is a, a Democrat member of Congress who is, first of all, saying that her Republican political opponents uh, wish her physical mortal harm, which is completely insane. She has no evidence of that's just not true. Well, you know, cons conservatives, Republicans, you have to be a decent person if you're going to be a real conservative. You have to actually, first and foremost, care about your fellow human beings, safety and security and the reality of the fact that we're all God's children. That, that's that's step one. But 
she'd rather believe that we're all evil, we're monsters. And I have too much work to do. There are too many people that need help right now for me to, to allow that. So if I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social Okay, you get the idea. So if she wants to spend $200,000 on on uh, private security, that's fine. Um, that's fine. That's great. But if oh, I also love how she said $10, I, I want to see what the $10 security detail looks like. I'm just sort of curious about that. But for the rest of you, sorry, you'll be defunded uh, or the police will be defunded. Um, just to give you a sense of what Democrats don't really care about. Nine percent of Newark students met in Newark, New Jersey, met state math standards this spring. All right. A, an enormous, enormous drop off. Just nine percent of students in grades two through eight met state expectations in math. Uh, only 11 percent of students met expectations in reading. And this is on uh, a Newark based news website called Chalk. Oh, I don't know what Chalkbeat or I don't know what this thing is. But anyway, Chalkbeat in Newark. Yeah. The grim results, it writes, are only estimates of how students would have fared on New Jersey state exams had they not been canceled this spring. The test measures student performance against pre-pandemic benchmarks. Uh, the standardized test that thousands of students in Newark took this spring offer the most detailed look yet at the academic damage wrought by the pandemic. So, I mean, it's it's horrible what's been done to these kids. They are far behind, far behind. OK, in 2019, Third grade math, 35% were at proficiency. 2021, it's 10%. 2019, third grade reading, 28% at proficiency. 2021, 14%. Eighth grade reading, 2019, 44%. Eighth grade reading level, 2021, 12%. I mean, are these kids ever going to be able to catch up? What is this going to mean for their lives? Oh, shut up, Buck. It didn't matter. It was whatever the teachers unions needed. The teachers unions didn't want to have their employees going to work. That's what really matters. Oh, OK. OK, this is a disaster, friends. Let's not let them just get away with this. Let's not pretend like this was not entirely foreseeable. It, it was, in fact, foreseen. We said shutting down schools was not rooted in the science. It was a disgraceful thing to do. Never should have happened. There was no reason for it other than teachers unions are powerful Democrat lobbying arms, and they had employees who wanted to stay home. Whether through fear or laziness, they just wanted to stay home. People at my grocery store had to show up and do their jobs. Nurses and doctors had to show up and do their jobs. But teachers were all, oh, we don't want to go into work. It's so scary. And I know a lot of you listen to this are teachers, and you went into work, and you're good people and everything else. Obviously, I'm not talking about you. All right. I'm a radio host. I have to be able to generalize sometimes. But the teachers unions were appalling in all of this. Randy Weingarten. Teachers just want to teach. Yeah, sure. Teachers just want to sit at home if Randy Weingarten gets her way and get paid much more than they're worth and have really big fat benefits tacked on to their teachers union contracts. So they have their health care for them and their families paid forever at the absolute highest rate while you struggle to pay the mortgage on your home and pay the property taxes associated with that home to pay for the fat union benefits that the teachers get. Yep, that is the reality of it. Oh, and I mentioned this one, too. A reporter was rattled after firing an AR-15 at Vermont's first indoor gun range. Felt like a meteor had struck the earth in front of me. Oh, wait, here we go. This is from this guy. I got to find out exactly where this is. It's some, 
some reporter up in Vermont went to the indoor shooting range. And this is just so classic for how how libs actually are when it comes to guns. They're just like, oh, my gosh, the big booming fire sticks are like they're just like so like bang loud bang bang and i'm just like i hate it they don't like guns um that's liberal journalists do not like guns male female doesn't matter they don't like guns just like it's so like makes all the like it smells funny when you shoot it and it's so bad because of the bad people that like the guns that's pretty much the whole extent of it here's what one guy said while the pistol, this is at this range, while the pistol was manageable, even comfortable to hold and fire, the rifle was a different beast altogether. Everything about it, its weight, its tactical scope, and overall lethality was downright intimidating. The fact that the first magazine refused to click into place didn't help either, further unnerving me. What if I just broke a $3,500 rifle? A fresh magazine worked just fine, though, and after loading it, I sent the target out to 15 yards. When ready, I lined up the target in the crosshairs, pulled the stock onto my shoulder, squeezed the trigger, and ba-boom! It is difficult to describe the impact, physical and personal, of that first shot. It felt like a meteor had struck the earth in front of me. A deep shock wave coursed through my body, the recoil rippling through my arms and right shoulder with astounding power. Being that close to an explosion of such magnitude, controlled and focused as it was, rattled me. I composed myself and continued to fire round after concussive round, the puffs of acrid gunpowder smoke carried downrange by a powerful ventilation system. My accuracy gradually improved until it became easier to hit the target with the rifle from 25 yards than with the pistol from 5. It was exhilarating, but I never got comfortable firing it. I'm not sure what scared me more, the power of that weapon or the fact that I could have taken one home that day. Dun, dun, dun. AR-15. You are so scary and terrifying. AR-15. Wouldn't it be amazing to be a lib journalist, go through life like that? Actually, this kind of makes me sad because now I want to go to the range. And I can't because I live in New York City. So I have to go visit my brothers in Florida again. And we will take our ARs and we will take our pistols and we'll take everything. Go out there and shoot all day because that's what we did last time. All right, team, let's get into some roll call. You go to Facebook.com slash Buck Sexton or Team Buck at iHeartMedia.com is the email address. And first up, let's see what we have here from Alex, who writes in on email. Buck, great interview yesterday with Alex Berenson. I thought I detected some concern in your voice when Alex was mentioning VAC side effects. I wanted to send you a note. I've been very concerned with side effects as well. And with this ridiculous mandate from de Blasio and the anticipated approval from the FDA, I think it's more important than ever to find out as much as possible. The amount of censorship around this issue is truly alarming. I've never seen anything like it. Right from the start, uh, things just seemed off to me with all these incentives. Free beer, weed, lottery tickets, food. Then we ignore decades of scientific knowledge regarding previous infection and demand all get a shot. It is truly bizarre. I just want to know the risk reward. Every treatment has risks. Is this one worth it? Everyone should decide for themselves. I hope this is uh, helpful. He sent me some information. Alex, thank you so much. Yeah, look, I I am very open to evidence and data all the time. I, I want to know what is true. I want to know what is correct, what is right. And I, I'm sorry, but the 
unwillingness of the vax mandate squad, if you will, to even think about, to even consider natural immunity as a major component of all this is just unacceptable. I mean, to pretend that I'm not immune just because it's too complicated for their public messaging because I'm somebody who had covid. That's unacceptable to me. That's not science. Next up here, we have Tim who writes, Buck, I really enjoy your new show. You're right. Deadwood was a terrific show worthy of a full series rerun. I'd like to recommend a new show starring Ian McShane called American Gods. You can find it on stars through your Amazon Prime video account. Ian McShane plays the Nordic god Odin, and it dives into the world of gods and demigods fighting for the worship of mankind. If you liked McShane in Deadwood, I think you'll really like American Gods. Shields high, my friend. Well, Tim, thanks so much. I, uh, Tim from Arizona, I will check that out. I've never even heard of that show. So that is certainly a very interesting recommendation for me. Thank you so much. Uh, next up here, Tara Buck. I love listening to your show. Thank you for giving me a glimpse of sanity each day. I work from home for a hospital in Denver. This w- last week, my employer, along with some other hospitals, issued a COVID vaccine mandate for all employees. This mandate requires employees to be fully vaccinated or face termination in September. I don't want the vaccine and I plan on standing my ground. Ultimately, they will have to fire me. I can't believe that this is reality. I've had enough of these people forcing their politics into my life and now wanting to force their way into my body. I'm not sure at this point what steps I can take legally or if my actions will make any difference at all. How many people will be faced with this same issue? What rights do we have to our own body? It is time for more of these stories to be heard and for people to take a stand. Shields high. Tara. Well, Tara, I'm sorry you're dealing with this and the fact that you are facing a possible loss of your job just because you don't want to get a shot uh, that should be you know, voluntary. But um, I, I also think that it's going to take a lot of people pushing back on this one. And because you work in a healthcare setting, they're going to make a particularly strong case. I mean, if someone said to me, can a nursing home mandate the vaccine? You know, then we start to get into a more challenging area. You know, it, it seems to me that in that elevated risk uh, situation, you know, the same way that you got to kind of put on the, the 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 gear when you go into certain sterile environments, even in a manufacturing plant, you know, you, you got to make sure that you're protecting uh, the elderly from this as much as possible. But I'm sure in a healthcare setting, a general healthcare setting like a hospital, there should be precautions that can be taken, you would think. But, you know, Tara, it's a complicated issue. And I appreciate you standing up for your values and writing in. Thank you so much. Anna writes in next Fairfax County Public Schools, Virginia's most populated school district, is using a summer learning guide 2021 for second graders that includes a woke kindergarten video with the message, I feel safe when there are no police around, according to a Parents Defending Freedom document. Well, Anna, there's a lot of crazy stuff out there, and I think that everyone's starting to understand that the woke virus has spread far and wide, and that this is something that until everybody really decides that they're going to take part in this fight however they can, it will just continue on i mean they'll just continue to have ways to try to brainwash your children and try to bring all this stuff uh bring all this stuff into the classroom and make your kids think that this is normal 
All right, now we're going into the Facebook inbox here for Roll Call. Uh, Eric writes, silly New Yorkers, what's wrong with you? Don't you like being mansplained by a rich white guy? Mayor de Blasio only has your best interests at heart. Just kidding, but if you say it the way the left, if you say it that way, the leftists will relate to you. Eric, appreciate where you're coming from. Unfortunately, I don't think that they're uh, they're going to agree. They're going to agree with us on that one. I think that they will only say that mansplaining is really only possible for Republicans. Uh, Lissandro just wrote in good show for yesterday. Well, Lissandro, I appreciate that. You know, I'm hoping it's a good show every day. I'm, I'm hoping that you really enjoy uh, what we're doing here in the Freedom Hut. And here we go. We also have uh, Point Field 947. Great show today. Alex Berenson is so knowledgeable, learned a lot. I'm so happy that you appreciated it as well, that you enjoyed it. Thank you. Karen writes in, hi, Buck. Keep up the great work. Well, Karen, keep up the fantastic taste in podcasts and radio shows. And let's see. We have next here. Lisa writes in, hey, Buck, loving the new show with Clay. One interesting thing about the vaccine push is that they all leave out, hey, so you might want to get the vaccine so you don't get horribly crappy sick rather than it's your obligation. The later statement caused so many of us, myself included, to say, screw it. I'm not getting this vaccine. Uh, Now I had the prior had the prior approach been used. I might have gotten the vaccine. Full story, I'm not vaccinated, but got, but got COVID a few weeks back. I was horribly sick and regretted not getting the vaccine. I survived, feeling pretty normal now, and was not hospitalized, thankfully, but I was really, really sick. I did get an infusion treatment, which I think helped me bounce back so quickly. Just some thoughts to share with you. Keep up the good work. Lisa, glad you're back and, and in action and you're okay. Thank you very much for uh, writing in, for being, being with us here in the Freedom Hunt. Glad, glad you're all right. All right, another message here is from Juliana. Hey, Buck, I don't know if you remember. I went to school with your sister. I saw you in New York City last week, wanted to say hi, but didn't think you'd remember me. I'm so outraged about what was announced in New York City today, and I listened to your podcast episode because I needed some sort of outlet for my anger. Like you, I'm unvaccinated at a complete loss of what to do or how to fight back. Do you even think this can be enforced or will it be blocked? Oh, gosh, I I wish I could tell you. I really don't know, uh, Juliana. First of all, if you you could always come up and and say hi. Anybody who is uh, knows me or whether from work or from life, I always appreciate people saying hi. So don't ever don't ever feel uh, sheepish about that. And as for how we stop this in New York, look, I I don't think I don't think it's going to be stopped because we're outvoted and there are too many people here who like the Fauciite madness. There are too many people here who believe in this stuff. And, you know, we're, we're just, uh, we're outnumbered. I mean, that's the basics of it. We're outnumbered. All right, continuing on with uh, Z Mabry. Uh, Buck, I had COVID in April, got vaccinated in, in April, um, and am currently sick with confirmed COVID again. There's certainly not a vaccine because people should stop calling them that vaccine implies you no longer require the disease again. Yeah, I mean, this is a big uh, this is a big issue that people are bringing up with. How long does this protection actually continue on? How long are you able to have at least some elevated pr- uh, protection from this? So there you go. Uh, Gabriel writes, uh, hey, Buck, been with you since the Blaze Saturday show. You used to do a thing on 80s action film quotes. 
And I got one that I believe fits the current day. I've seen the future. Do you know what it is? It's a 47-year-old virgin sitting around in his beige pajamas, drinking a banana broccoli milkshake, singing I'm an Oscar Mayer wiener. Um, I don't know. Is that from Demolition Man? I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you what that action. My action movie, quote, skills aren't what they used to be. Also, Gabriel wrote, we'll be returning to your own show. Well, yes, in fact, I have my own show here, this podcast, uh, which has a lot of folks still listening to it. Thank you very much. And also the TV show that I do every day on the first TV, which you can download the first TV app and watch the Buck Sexton show. There's also Bill O'Reilly, Dana Lash, Jesse Kelly and Mike Slater. We've got some great contributors, totally free, the first TV app. So, yes, I have my own shows um, and, of course, the big radio show every day at noon. So lots of stuff out there for people to consider and uh, to consume. That's what we got, folks, for the show for today. Uh, have a great weekend. I mean, really try to find some time to just do whatever you really feel like doing. Enjoy yourself. August should not be the time that we worry about the end of summer. August should be the time that we try to get the most we can out of the summer. I'm sure a lot of you are going to have beautiful weather. It's going to be lovely here in New York City. Thanks for being with me every day here in the Freedom Hub. Make sure you go to Buck Sexton. Dot com. Uh, you can go to BuckSexton. Uh, I think it's BuckSexton.store if you want to get a T-shirt. We've got Freedom Hut T-shirts, all kinds of good stuff there. And I'll be talking to you on Monday. Shields high.